0: <laughs> wow jeez. <laughs> <laughs> There's some underlying salt within the corporation there. No, he he's not kidding
1: me. Um, isn't, isn't this isn't it tradition that uh you you've got a rag on your CEO though?
0: Mm-hmm. Always, yeah. same thing in my corp too. I always I always take the uh the blunt of the jokes.
1: This is why I don't, I, I never try and be a CEO.
0: How about talking shit on me making you pay your own buyback? <laughs> Let's not talk about that.
2: Oh, no, no, I think we need the full story now you've mentioned it, Rampo. This is, this is Sivarta talking, not me.
1: I mean, you just mentioned it as well. So, I mean, are they are they making you pay yourself selling to the corp, and not letting <laughs> like someone else do it?
0: So, I, I did a buyback earlier today, and uh, so I use you know I use our industry freaking feet and Discord and all that. It gets approved, and then uh, I just wait for people to tell me what I need to do. It's just like okay you know what do i need to do and so uh i made the buyback ticket and i just put the screenshot in there waiting for approval Savarda approves it uh, right now he's he's taking that role to approve that uh do the approvals i mean and so <laughs> i see the green check mark i'm like so what, what the hell does this mean right and so i asked my wife who my wife is one of the heads of my corp industry And she deals with all the buybacks and building and all that stuff. Well, I told her, I said, what's the green check mark mean? Like, what do I do? You're supposed to tell me like what I'm supposed to do in the ticket. And she's like, oh, well, for you, because you're CEO, you just put it in hanger two and you withdraw the ISK." I'm like, oh, okay. So that's what I put in the ticket. I'm like, okay, I got it. So then I went ahead and paid myself for the, for my own buyback. Yeah. Out of the corp wallet. So.
1: Oh, embezzlement just,
0: intensifies. Just, just one of those things.
1: News yeah. just in. News just in. Rambo is embezzling money from Red One. That's just what they see. What they don't see,
0: you know. <laughs> uh, that that that's that's what I have to keep under under wraps. That's not news. No, it's not. <laughs> okay.
1: That's fine. Right. Uh, in my corp, Reaper just told us he'd steal everything out of our corp hangers and then uh, put it back like a day later because he's gonna feel guilty about it.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right, Latara. Let's get the show on the road. Started here. Just a couple minutes past, so we're waiting for people to come in and we'll get it started. everybody, to Echoes of New Eden Podcast. It's October. You got it. The October intro is now back for a number of weeks. Oh, man, I love playing it. It's such an epic intro. And it's also good to be back this week as uh, as myself in here. We also have Latara with us. What's going on, Latara?
1: Not much, not much. You interrupted me and my corp. Uh getting paid so i hope it's a good show oh sh-
0: <laughs> you gotta cancel that you had to cancel that for the show could have
1: said yeah man. yeah it's, it's okay though i'm currently gonna fc from uh the, the uh, studio chat because uh, oh, i nice. see my corpse here that's uh, Demos and reaper so uh yeah yeah uh all i ask rambo is if i say check please right zip it we've got important work to do okay yeah
0: Yep. (laughs) Yep. Do what you need to do. And, uh, as as far as Taylor goes too, no Taylor this week, something had come up and so he wasn't able to join us on this episode. So all is well there, but, uh, the newest addition is Latara to the show. I had added him to the staff last week. Uh, he, they'd done such a great job last week. I decided to, uh, add him to the show so uh welcome to the show and uh focus fire oh shit oh shit
1: (laughs) now now i need someone anyone to just go shoot a red one citadel so he gets the notification right
0: (laughs) and then i'll be getting pinged pinged about it like oh which speaking of there's some other very interesting pings going on. Um, I have no idea what necessarily is going on, but uh, something about a super being tackled. So I don't know. Somewhere in New Eden, there's a super tackled. So good luck with that. All right. So.
1: Oh, right now? Wait, was that me? <laughs> it could I have, have been a you. super in a bubble earlier. Right? It might be. I don't know. Yeah, I I a super in a bubble
3: Obviously, I'm
0: eight. in this comms and not the other comms in which, right? So, it'd, it'd be one thing to be that, uh, to participate in that, but maybe somebody can tell us in the, the after report. So, anyway, yeah. um, another week goes by, and it's actually been quite a slow week. I must admit, uh, not much like very at all interesting or big news had happened this last week. We have a couple things to hit on as far as topics goes. But yeah, it's just been a pretty slow week this week. And, you know, it's it's noticed, you know, people aren't really as active or talking as much. Um, you know, uh, some of the YouTube videos as well that you're seeing has kind of slowed down a little bit too. And, you know, it kind of is what it is right now. And for one reason... Um, it being the holiday for the devs uh, devs are on holiday and it actually seems like it's an extended holiday. So like officially this week, the devs are on holiday, um, until the end of the week. But since FanFest, they've been pretty quiet. Um, I'm, I'm told that they were there at least a few people were there and, um, you know hinted some things as far as uh Echoes goes and uh, you know a bunch of other stuff goes but uh i didn't get to really talk about that last week since i wasn't here so
1: i mean the biggest news the most exciting news for me and i don't know probably a decent chunk of the pvp as a new eden black ops battleships getting sort of teased
0: yeah sneaky pew pew yeah i i caught that sound clip i'm like oh my gosh that's just that's just as funny as the poachy poachy sound effect i need to get that <laughs> i need to make it sneaky pew
1: pew yeah so um i'm just i'm just glad to be asking the question to the devs every couple of months as uh I, i'm just gonna take credit for it i just post in the suggestions channel every so often just going black ops battleships please (laughs) right
0: yeah and i'll probably mention it a little bit later too we seem to be having like this revolving door this revolving cycle of suggestions that are keep coming through you know um not very you know obviously there's major things that people would like added to the game in one aspect or another you say can we get black ops ships? Other people will say, "Can we get covert ops bat- battleships?" You know, could it, could it be the same thing? Sure. Uh, you know, you can kind of group them into certain categories that people are suggesting, and it kind of just seems like they're they're quite repetitive right now. So I'm like, eh. Uh, so we'll we'll cover a few of those later as well. And I I do see I do get a ton of them sent to me by the way too. So thank you to the listeners that do send me the suggestions to uh, cover. And, uh, of course, I'll be going over to that channel later too and um, doing that So uh, in that segment. But as far as game news goes, man, there hasn't really been much this last week. Uh, there, the Q&A, like, the last Q&A we had was from early September. So get that, right? So I was looking back at that today. I'm like, is there any new? Because, you know, uh, I, I see Benzi ask every week you know basically every friday if there's a new q a and it is no there's not no q a no q a so we're going on like three weeks in a row without A, Q&A. which i mean it is what it is devs are busy doing whatever so yeah and speaking of that as well you know Benzie had made the news this last week because he posted in general chat that uh he was uh what, what what's what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of speculating on on quitting. You know, he had hinted that he's going to be uh, quitting. I don't know if he actually like quit quit for good, um, or he just said, well, he's gonna you know do a couple things and then
1: hang his hat.
0: And uh, so... yeah, I
1: mean, he has been sort of spiraling like with Echo's content for a little bit. I mean, I like the guy. I I liked his content early 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 days enough to join its corp and um but legitimately this guy is just not happy with echoes and i just think it'd be better for him and his own mental health to just focus on a game he's actually enjoying like he's got back to eo and does appear to be loving it so yeah realistically i think that'd be better for him
0: you know, I agree with that. And I, I genuinely do like Captain Benzi as well, as well as, you know, as a person talking to him as a content creator, uh, when he's been on our show, he's been on our show a couple times and he's one of our favorite, uh um, guests, uh, according to polls that I've had for, from the audience and, and listeners that, you know, he's been one of the best guests we had on this show and he's so charismatic and, and overall just a great guest and a good person to actually talk to and even debate with you know he can actually put up a pretty good debate whether it's in text or voice and uh you know admittedly when i started this game i did watch Benzi videos and got bidding ideas and how to use logic logi ships or whatever else and got an idea of the game but once i got a grasp of the game i kind of I would I would say, like, evolved away from having to watch that type of content. Now, his content for newer players is still very good. Um, would it be... Okay, should I say... I should correct myself there. It's good for the time. Now, he did revise a few of the videos and fittings and stuff uh, to be, you know, for more so current EVE Echoes-related uh, content. You know, what we have available to us today compared to back then. You know, there's a lot of stuff that needs revision, of course. And, uh, you know, he's not really doing that. You know, he, he just does Q&A, and even then when he does Q&A, he rambles on and calls people idiots
1: and, you know, does a lot of facepalming yeah. during those sessions. From, from what I see of his current content for Echoes, he just, he just works himself up, and it's just not good content. But realistically speaking, I think he did a lot for the game, early, very early days and throughout the alpha and beta when he was uh, making videos. Oh, for sure. So I, I, don't, I don't, I don't think a lot of the hate towards him is justified. Um, like the guy's not happy with Echoes, and I think at this point it's a case of put Echoes on hold at least, right, uh, for his content. Yeah.
0: In a lot of I his, it would
1: just be the sensible option and focus on EO because that's seems to be what he's enjoying so yeah yeah
0: In in a lot of his later content you know it seems to be more more so bashing type content or uh him you know voicing his frustrations and stuff like that which is understandable it 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 puts him in line with uh the obligation of having to upload content in order for uh senior content creators to maintain being senior content creators so you know there is there is that that's expected of eve echo's content creators by the way and it's either, do you put out a bashing video or do you put out no video at all, right? And so um, I, I did see some people saying, you know, hey, I'd, I'd stopped watching his content because it started becoming more negative. And I started listening and watching more other, you know, positive content creators and, and, and following them and whatnot. So, you know, that's kind of like what I want to strive. And, you know, Taylor... Oh, Taylor last week he had done you know some sort of uh, monologue um, at the beginning of the show about uh, you know his his perception of the game and and how amazing it is and to add to that you know I a hundred percent agree with him granted um, both him and I are CEOs and so we do see that type of gameplay and it's not you I know, uh, uh, granted you know officer teams they they get to see those conversations and and such and ultimately you know if they're a team or a council then they can you know vote for making decisions and whatnot for a corpse so some ceos do have allocated job roles for officers and so it kind of lets up on the shoulders a little bit as far as um, how busy that they can get but you know taylor has advisors i got advisors and 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 we play the game how we do and ultimately we have the the uh the final say at the end of the day of how you know the court future and all that stuff what all what all happens which is cool and all but to the members like i don't know if they it's not that they necessarily don't see that but that's a it's a different type of gameplay than to say hey i'm just going to log in do mine two hours of mining and then log out, right? And then do buybacks once oh, a week sure. or whatever. It's a very different style of game because one, my game, I I don't ever really rest as being a CEO because I'm dealing with members from all around the clock, all around the world. I wake up and I. Sometimes it takes me twenty minutes to get through all the pings. Sometimes I don't even get to them all. Sometimes people are messaging me as I'm waking, as I'm like waking up, getting ready for work. I reply to them, and then I have an hour drive, you know. And so obviously I'm not texting while driving, and then I'll reply to them when I'm able to. The, I, I I I feel bad for those people because like I just replied, but then I don't reply for an hour, but.
1: It is what it is, but, like, the game never stops.
0: I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, the thing is, as well, I think there's, there's all the different ways to play this game, right? Like, yourself, you're in a more all well-rounded corp and alliance where you've got the PVEs, the industry, the PvP side of things. Like, you've, you've got different challenges to a group like mine where we are PvP first, and like PvE as a secondary concern. And like we have a lot less in terms of uh pings. Like for us it's if I wake up and see twenty pings, I know something went down while I was asleep <laughs> and I I want I want the full story. I, I I don't wake up and go, oh no. I wake up and go, ooh, what happened? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, that that's that's elevated. And you know, for people that have ever wanted to try to say elevate their game in that sense, it's like, man, you know, try I I guess try. I mean, there's some people too that have been CEOs or an officers and then they say get merged into a different corp and they're retired. So, there's also that and they don't want those roles. They just would rather be a line member, which I mean, I kind of wish at sometimes I kind of wish I was a line member. <laughs> it's like, dang, you know, can I just play the game for a couple hours and, and not have to, uh, do anything else? Uh, you know, but you know, I still do that. But at the end of the day, like I enjoy the game very much. So, uh, the ins and outs, the discord side of it, you know, playing with people from around the world and all that type of stuff. And truly the game is amazing. Like for a mobile game, you can I don't I don't know any other mobile game that is like Eve Echoes, honestly. So yeah, just to add just to add
1: to Taylor's like it's amazing. And it is also very interesting. Like I've I've moved around a little bit, like my my corp history is void, no, gen, burr, and now this uh our own corp, which is so-so, and part of Temp Alliance, but Temp Alliance is basically our corp. Um, and to see how how many differences there are in the way these alliances do things, but then also there's there's a surprising amount of similarities of how all these groups do things. And I know that's something people might not want to hear about uh, certain groups, especially in that list, but right, realistically speaking, we're, we're all a lot more similar than we'd probably like to admit and then we're also different enough right
0: Mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot of corporations and alliances that have certain identities that they uh abide by um some corps really do the hardcore role-playing type stuff and uh, i'm not really into that type of stuff so they can have their fun (laughs) i'm just not gonna deal with any of that type of stuff but there are people out there that do that and you know more so recently um i did see some corporations out there um uh, specifically a couple german corporations had um uh, recently disbanded and uh i i thought to myself i was like wow these are these are decent corps see, these corps have been on you know inscription of the galaxy um you know, uh, leaderboards and such, and they've gotten rewards like custom banners and such, and they're disbanding. Like, this is very interesting, you know? Who so, was it? Uh, one, Who was, was it? Who disbanded? one was DBL, so Drakken Blue, the German Corp.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And then there was another German Corp. Uh, shoot. The name is escaping me right now, but... Um, okay, so... Many DBL are now in NILF. Okay, so but you know I was talking to a German CEO about that, and they're saying, well, you know, corporations that have that mostly German or mostly mostly Polish or mostly French type corporations, it's very hard for them to recruit. So unless you know, unless they have a lot of English or a lot of people from around the world, uh, English speaking members, I mean, then kind of you know it's it's it is difficult to recruit especially nowadays but especially if yeah, there's especially. A, a specific spoken language you know there's not very many avenues that they can go down as far as that case
1: yeah goes. i know i know there's a there's a handful of like hispanic spanish-speaking corps who are doing really well uh lately like you got gtl obviously a bunch of the bot five guys like and they're pretty much like one language with a few guys who do speak English for coordination with their other groups, mm-hmm. but uh, they've always done really well. Um, but yeah, I can see the I can see the hassle of uh, recruiting, especially with like, we've got such a low income of new players right now that limiting yourself by a language or a region is just almost not viable. Right.
0: Yeah. It's recruiting is pretty bad <laughs> over new eat wide. It's really bad. And, uh, honestly, you know, I, I watch recruiting, uh, from Eve echoes and I, I see people that are looking for corporations. I see corporations that are recruiting and it's, it's just so bad. <laughs> It, and there's not very many people you know to draw from yeah you get some people that come in hey i'm new but i'm t4 and uh i expect the corp to give me omega I'm like dude nobody's going to recruit you are you serious
1: <laughs> so yeah it's- i mean it's a, it's a real disparity right of what you can do at the lower tech levels like yeah you can be t six, T seven in a reasonably short period of time but like 90% of people want people in what T10s because it's the most efficient. Yeah. not the most cost efficient, but like it's one of those where I can remember even having a T8 guy in Corp and he was going, I'm not sure, uh, what, what can I bring to CTAs? Like at the time, I think we were missile battleships. <laughs> and uh, we're like, honestly, you might just want to bring a, like a cruiser into Dicta and like help with the backline and like the, aux- the auxiliary support. Like they're like, oh, I want to bring a battleship. Can I bring a Mac? And it's like, oh, you're not going to get SRP'd for that. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Though, um, as far as recruiting goes, though, I see a lot of lower, lower tech level people trying to get into corpse, and and I, I just know a lot of null set corpse. Don't take anybody really under t7 that don't have omega and i i see i do see people that say hey i i need corp omega like corp omega is like one of the biggest scams in this damn game <laughs> it's just, it's so dumb and i i don't know i it's, it's just easier for people just to do the five dollar uh omega every week that's in, in my mind that's it's a lot better in my mind so uh, yeah real game problems right but um I, I I don't I don't think those people will really make it far um, in the game when they're requesting stuff like that. Um, it's kind of more of a uh, thing is- go out go out and get it yourself, kind of grind for it type of uh game rather than having a, a corporation kind of succumb to you and provide everything to you
1: uh, when that shouldn't be the case. And the thing is, it's like there isn't really a bunch of high-sec and low-sec corps who are designed to help new players grow. Like, right. Not that I'm very aware of. Like, a lot of the low-sec groups I'm aware of are pirates. So, yeah. yeah. They're less interested in new players as well because they want people who can already fight.
0: <laughs> <coughs> there, There's not much for like zero-tax corps or anything like that because you remember that back in the day where. Um, there was a corp called Free Five Hundred, Free Five Hundred KSP, and people joined it just to join the corp because it was part of the tutorial, and uh, and you would finish that mission and get, of course, get the SP for it. And uh, there's a bunch of zero tax corps, but zero tax corps were getting shut down because of the whole botting thing, like they had auto recruiting on so you could just pick a corp and join it and they had that active and then also they are also zero tax and so it's either way it happened to be like a botting ring and a lot of those corporations got shut down because of that type of stuff but now you know they've kind of worked around that but it's not like how it used to be um you know one thing i was going to do was poll the audience now a lot of the names that i see in the audience tonight you y'all you, you been seeing y'all have been listening to the show for a long time. Uh you know I I did want to see like a a show of hands as to like um if you've been playing for less than a year, say compared to almost 3 years or 3 years since the game has launched. I think a lot of people in this chat have been playing since the game has launched. Um I don't see really too many or newer players. That, yeah. <clears throat> 9 months. <laughs> so yeah and, and, and I too was day one um, just goes to show you know there's eh, since December okay
1: yeah I day think two. I was day four and I basically spent the first four months living in syndicate <laughs> wow I spent the first four months living in cachet
0: uh datorad and cachet in that area but mostly cachet that was uh, back in the GHA days, yeah. GHA, the good old days. The good old days for the Horde. For the Horde. For the Horde. Yeah, um, <clears throat> but you know, too, I want I want to get a lot of uh, I want to get more newer listeners to the show as well. You know, so if um, people can share, you know, uh, experiences on the show or stuff that we talk about that's um, exclusive to this show. Hey, give us a shout out uh, on your discords and your corps. Like, oh, well, if you have a court member that's asking about a specific topic and we covered it on the show, give them the link to the show and, and have them listen and uh, experience it for themselves. And, you know, maybe we might get another subscriber, another listener to the show, because with Benzie going down, you know, obviously there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be looking for other types of content. You know, we have Damon Zell. Um, as well as us and then other content creators like Achieved and, uh, and Hale, <laughs> Benzio <healed. laughs> I didn't mean it in, in, in such a bad way maybe it sounded worse than it really was but um, with him stopping creating Eve Echo's content let's say you know obviously uh, we're still here to provide
1: so uh, you can give a shout
0: out to your corporations
1: wow. But with that comment from yourself, Rambo, uh, you'll be happy to hear I made it a corp requirement that uh, aggressively mid tier must tune into at least two shows a month, uh, or we kick them. Damn, that's
0: that's even more strict than what I have from my own corp. It's one one episode per month, and each member has to be on this Discord as a requirement in order to get into the corp. And dang, Latara, that's pretty strict. Must
1: say. I'm 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 a very cutthroat officer. What can I say?
0: Yeah, at least you're not Taylor, where you demand a billionisk per um, entrance of a new character. So, oh no, yeah, that too. <laughs> but it's actually, you know, I had this thought the other day because we're always full in the audience uh, when we're streaming, anyway, like um, camera streaming. Uh, was to start selling tickets? <laughs> I'm like, damn, I'd have to start selling tickets <laughs> for people to get in here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're punished, in Zan, we're made to come listen. Yeah, big rip there. And I wanted to comment on that, too. It seems like Taylor roasted Zan a couple times. Um, I had a YouTube comment of uh, the shade that is being thrown at Zan lately, and it's nothing. It- it's nothing, really. It's no real shade, actually, but it's more just poking fun, just because we can. We really do love Zan. Um Bert is an anomaly. Um. So don't ever pay attention to him. <laughs> uh. Yeah. It's it's because of Bert. It's more so because of Hayu. Yeah,
1: but uh, I'm currently getting spam by anyone in my corp who's listening. <laughs> very nice.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. So oh that that meme. That meme let that, that made made me laugh harder than I really expected. Um, and actually, speaking of that, uh, Latara, you're you're reaching out to Vettemune, um, whether or not he can join on the show as a special guest. What happened with that? Was that like a a timing? Uh, a schedule? Oh, it's it's a timing thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Just a good time for him. I've just been told by one of my fellow officers that I'm being removed from Corp. Uh, listening to uh, or being on talk shows is now banned.
3: What?
0: <laughs> don't. Uh, I've been asked to leave Corp several times now since since I've been CEO. So don't feel so
1: bad. <laughs> Alright, a uh, bunch of my guys had had a meetup this last uh, this last weekend, and uh, they're they're apparently all sitting around the wireless listening to us like it's the good old days. So uh... <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh yeah, good stuff. Yeah, so one of these days we'll get Venomune on the show um and uh and, and talk about everything that's going on with that. I know he's doing a lot of um like uh home defense type stuff. I haven't really seen him too much in in Silent Space. I know he loves Silent Space. And uh we haven't really seen him too much up in that region, but down south he's doing a lot of defenses and stuff and he's doing a lot of videos. And I I'd watched one um, I watched a video of his earlier today as well as a few others one of yours Latara um, I watched a couple of Hales and um, and Sheev today I kind of did I had some time so I was watching some content creator uh, videos one thing that I would request as a content creator to another content creator is especially for PvP videos is to put some sort of like like, talking in the background, like, describing, like, what's going on, because l- literally watching PvP and listening to music in the same video, like, makes my eyes roll in the back of my head. I just, like, let, just tell me what's going on, because I have no idea what's going on. Are you winning? Are you losing? You know, you know, did the Citadels repair, or did they get blown up? Did they get stolen? Like, I do know this info offhand, but I'm thinking of like other people that are watching the content. do they know? do they know like what's going on in these videos? I think some sort of kind of uh, narration in their videos would assist them in viewers, uh, but that's just my personal opinion. They don't have to put any more yeah, effort. Uh,
1: for For myself, it's more of a I, I do everything on my mobile, so like voice recording quality wouldn't be great so yeah
0: well so so in reference you know i watched a video of uh yubileus you know it's a uh, void versus shh 22 citadel defense something like that and you watch the video and you see like two citadels i'm like well what the hell's going on i don't know what's going did you win did you don't even see the kill Vetimune was another one you void versus shh and then you're seeing all this pvp stuff and ships blowing up but i have no idea whether or not the objectives were won or, won or lost and of course you see the other side and it's the same thing like i i, I watched the same video from four different aspects like could somebody tell me what the hell is going on here obviously i couldn't have been there because it was a cta six o'clock in the morning but still like give us some narration or something but that's kind of just my i yeah, know i
1: i for for certain things, I, I tend to try and put a lot of text in, like, in there. But, uh, yeah, I, I get what you mean. Like, n- narration would be interesting, um, especially if you get the... If you could get the live comms as well, like, if it is a live comms sort of situation, I always love that in videos. Yeah. Um, like, it's like the good old ones from, like, Tahini. Um, like, his comms were just brilliant
0: yeah and you don't really get to hear that too often um granted there's some there's there's elevated comms too of say um cap hunting groups and stuff that are very interesting to listen to that you don't get to listen to otherwise unless you're part of that but uh tahini uh run uh mjd or joda getting to listen to them um on, on comms and, and dishing out uh, commands and all that stuff, it can get rather hectic. And it could be entertaining if you're watching the video, especially from that aspect. It's like, oh, okay, well, maybe I was on the opposite side. What does, you know, obviously I know what my CTA comms sounded like, but what does the opposite side sound like? And you get to see it from that aspect. I think that would be great if, if content creators did that. I think Spy does that. And Gengar's videos, I'm pretty sure Gengar. Yeah.
1: Adds. Gengar puts comms in, uh, like clips of comms when he can.
0: Yeah, sure. And you know, and and obviously you say when he can because obviously there's stuff that's opsec, right? And I, I'm not telling content creators to reveal opsec information because you know they're they have their own obligations to keep stuff under wraps as well. But give us something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just
1: Pop sex overrated, Rambo. My videos, you can see everything. Um, I, yeah, the first like a uh, bunch of videos when I deployed to Silent Space uh, at the start of the uh, CC versus Silent War, uh, you could literally see in my uh, videos that one one of the characters I was recording from was logged into SSHD.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're getting intel on the fly in the video. That's great.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, the way I see it is I'm generally just here to have fun. And if I can see where people are forming or where they're setting up for me or whatever, I'm probably going to go straight there rather than avoid it. Because it means I get a fight.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody is spying on everyone, so whatever. That's basically true yeah basically true that's why it's another reason why it's so hard to get new talent or new new members nowadays because you have to background check them and all that shit to make sure that they're legit enough to be considered not a spy yeah dumb
1: yeah it's, it's one of those like there are people with spy networks like I know silent has a good one I know a bunch of different organizations also have their own networks. And I've had access to certain certain spy networks in the past, and it is useful for PvP, but I haven't had access to a spy network properly since we started um, aggressively mid-tier. And honestly, I'm having just as much, if not more fun.
0: Yeah. Not having to worry about it <laughs> is fun in itself. Let's just say that. Uh, not having to worry about it, man, it's just one less thing. One less thing to have to deal with. I let other people deal with that stuff. Maybe not so much. Yeah, and at the same part, the same point, is I don't care what they do. So what's the point? Some people do, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, the only intel I've been collecting lately is on, like, response times, uh, what, what do certain corps bring to post timers, what do... You, their cat pilots do who are their super pilots because i cannot contest a super on grid so i need to know who they are where they live Mm -hmm. and how likely they are to yolo at me but you know
0: with knowing that type of stuff though is corporations or fcs um or higher you know elevated roles within alliances and such they know that stuff is tracked and monitored and and they actively go out of their way to change it up. So it's like it's like a it's like a it's like a football playbook, right? I'm not gonna go to a, a, a Sunday game with the playbook that I used against the team that I used from last week. Obviously they oh, had people shit. watching like, okay, well, they did this play, they did that play. Then the next week they're going to play that team, and that team can kind of expect what some of the other teams plays are going to be but of course that team knows that they're expecting that so they're going to change it anyway
1: and i mean it's, it's also like uh, the game of cta chicken i've seen um from a few different angles so like when i was in no or when i was in jet or even burr is you've got both sides know that they've your opponent has spies in your Discord, at least at the level to get CTA pings. So you play that game of CTA chicken of you try and ping it early enough that you still get the turnout you want, but late enough that it's hard for your enemy to um, react to it. And then you'd also see is, say, Burr would ping 7pm UTC, then Silent would ping 6pm UTC to basically have the jump on us, and then Burr would go. Okay, actually, we're gonna we're gonna go to like five forty five to try and get that. <laughs> and then it just got to the point where you just CTing for longer and longer and longer. Right. It's that game of like chess, or like I say, it's a game of chicken, right?
0: mm Hmm. Oh yeah, I've I've heck on some on some battles, especially with in capital fleets uh, during the Gen War, the mo the the last Gen War. Um, I think, I think we formed up something like three hours early,
1: three hours early <laughs> just to get, it's kind of in the current environment where numbers count, but also your doctrines count. Like realistically, you need to be positioned ahead of the opposing force, because if you're not, you can just get absolutely stomped. Yeah. Yeah. It's that battle of the Especially- yeah, especially with the way implants are right now. Like before they fixed it, you could be up against an Apoc striker fleet who's set up on a grid with fully charged focus crystals because they've been shooting a gate for twenty minutes. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah, and it just becomes a nightmare to jump into. Um, like, thankfully, they fixed that issue, uh, right. and like focus crystal doesn't charge on gates anymore. High power coil still does, though. <laughs> The news um, is out.
0: Great, the news is out. We wanted to keep that OPSEC, sec, but uh, now it's out.
1: Uh, it's my job to ruin everyone's hopes and dreams. Remember, that's what a pirate in this game is uh, for. If I uh, if I uh, go through my uh, my cup salt channel, there you go. I'd <laughs> like to hear
0: your favorite experience. in no, please stop. Void and Jen Latara. Story time. Oh. Story time. It's not like we have any game news to cover, so I might as well do story time. So let's go back early, early game, right? So we'll we'll talk Void
1: first. I mean, realistically, my favourite sort of time in Void was when it was uh, it was before. Of course, I'm gonna. Th- I'm I'm not gonna be like, here's my favourite time, and it's shit. Um, no. Probably, um, I was running CovOps fleets. Um, I think we were still predominantly T9 going T10, so that's a decent chunk of time ago. But it was uh, a fleet concept I'd worked on with Tahini um, to a degree. Uh, I got to know Tahini because he was a uh, attacking void at the time. <laughs> and um, basically the whole concept was we just take as many Cove Ops cruisers as we can, a bunch of Scepters as Tackle, and... Oh, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. <coughs> and the, the whole concept of the fleet was just ewar, 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 Speed, speed, ewar, <laughs> And it was just, it was an absolute blast to fly those fleets. I took... Jeez, I think it was like less than 10 about seven or eight covops cruisers about four frigates versus a 20 man battleship fleet and we killed seven or eight battleships including a vindicator two Abadons, and just an absolute blast we ended up disengaging cuz the enemy started bringing logie to the field so <laughs> we weren't breaking anything after that but like that was that was probably a, some of the most fun I'd ever had roaming, and that's back in the void days. For No Please Stop, I mean, just having the ability to fly with such like amazing PvPers, like and the fact is, like, we had some incredible engagements as part of uh, when I was part of No. It was back with the the good old drone kite meta. I'm sure everyone here remembers, hates oh, yeah. it equally, but well, that was um, that,
0: that was right at the beginning of the Pantheon War, the Great Pantheon War. Yeah,
1: and that was a, that was a lot of fun to to fly that doctrine. To be fair, um, there were times where we'd be flying it with sub fifty guys, sub one fleet, and we could take a grid with twice the numbers. Like we'd probably get attrition down a little bit due to black screens, but it was just epic, absolutely epic. Some of the fights we got into in that fleet. My one of my favourites would probably be the defence of YZ that I, uh, I I led against um, Silent, not Silent, sorry, uh, Pantheon. I beat um, J Factor. Um, he had, I think, we we're about equal numbers. I had a battleship in fleet. He had heavy battleship brawl, and he catches us in the
2: brawl, and we still fleet pipe him.
1: Honestly, favorite. That's, that's probably, yeah, that's got to be one of my favorite moments in, uh, when I was in No. Um, and Fed. Honestly, the best part of when I was in Gen uh, was probably when I was flying quite consistently with Phoenix. Like, we'd just be up to shenanigans. Um, like, here, there, and everywhere. Like, a lot of the fleets I flew with Phoenix was just uh, great fun.
0: I I had the same thought as Slippy. As your best experience was leaving it, <laughs> I just had to throw that I out mean, there. So when I left, air quotes, left GenFed,
2: it was literally the moment Mel announced
1: Burr, and then I I, I saw like fifty pings on my phone when I come off my break at work. Cause I, I work nights. So I am awake during uh, US time zone Effectively, but I can't be checking my phone every, every five minutes for every ping. And I see, you know, you get the preview on your phone and you go, I'm like, I see Mel ping, Oz ping, like a bunch, absolute tons. And I went to go check them. I was like, Oh, this is a, this is interesting turn of events. And I, I literally went to go and I was like, Jesus, where the, where the hell is the GenFed Discord? <laughs> I'd, I'd been kicked from the GenFed Discord. Oh, big <laughs> <rip>. <laughs> I was. I, I didn't leave GenFed. I, uh, I was booted from GenFed. Wow. <laughs> because of my corp history being, obviously I left No, joined Gen, and Gen ended up at war with No and Silent, so I was just assumed to be a spy.
3: Hmm.
1: I was there for j I was there for fights, that was it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like favorite moments. There's a lot. I mean I've had some good times pretty much everywhere I've been. That's the whole point. Like Yeah. If I stop enjoying where I am, I try and fix it. If that doesn't work, <coughs> I'll find somewhere else to be.
0: Worst gossip you've ever heard? Sinna desires is just asking all sorts of things in, in on-air chat.
1: Oh, S- Sins, Sins knows me. We've flown together back since he was in Catskull. Yeah, that's Sins' dirty secret. Uh, the best gossip I've ever heard Sins is that uh, Sins loved his time in Catskull so much. Uh, he's really sad that he ever, ever chose to leave. Hmm. Perfect date night, uh, two Mega Strikers, you bring a dictator and we'll Whoa, go geez. kill a Carrier.
0: I need to make fun of
2: Taylor, because last, last week he said Cat Skill.
1: Uh, oh. Did I just spill the beans on Sins of Desire, having been in Cat Skull? Oh. I <laughs> hate I love it when they can't unmute themselves to oh, yeah. uh, to defend themselves. I can
0: unmute them. <laughs> no, fight,
1: no, no, fight, don't fight, please, fight, don't fight. save us all. So, sins of desire was very, very well known in early days of Void for being the guy who would just fleet up and fleet up and fleet up, and he he earned his FC uh, spot with the uh, Void Alliance because he was just doing so much. That the problem he he also had is uh, Sins also had a habit of pinging fleets, and then he'd get the fleet about halfway to where it was going, and he'd be going, "Oh shit, uh, guys, guys, I've got a client, uh, I- I've got to go."
3: <laughs>
1: and uh, how I how I got my start real early on as an FC was being in Sins's fleets, and he'd just go, "Hey, Latara, can you uh, can you f- sort this out?" And I'm like. I guess, <laughs> yeah. Like I swear, I swear, his whole his whole shtick was just he, he'd be pinging, get the fleet together, get you like halfway there, and he'd be like, "And then oh, Leo." Go. Yep. No, I got I got a lot of times for since uh, he slides into my DMs every now and again, asking if I can put a good word in with Sarpedon so he can go back to Void, hmm. but. uh interesting yeah i mean he, he, he joined he joined uh nilf uh which means that like he's he's permanently blacklisted from right
0: void. i was gonna say uh any everybody in nilf is permanently blacklisted from void so good luck i suppose yeah i mean yeah it's not a terrible there's thing kind of reason for it, like, it could there's be worse for it, on both sides. it could be worse let's just say that <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean good I, I always joke. Uh I love I love I the Nilf guys. Uh I was one of the people who pushed uh for them to look at joining Go. Um and like I've always loved flying with the Nilf guys. They're yeah. absolutely hilarious. Uh, I I've gotta say though, I do really miss flying with uh Tumbleweed. If he ever makes a return, Nilf, uh send him my way. I've got some uh some business he can help me with in Fountain.
0: Hey, speaking of, and I see Lewan. He's in. He's in uh, chat here. I'm pretty sure they had killed a Rourke this last week, and it dropped the blue mod. And then the looter picked up the mod, it got killed, and it dropped again. <laughs> it was a cursed blue mod. I want to say it was him that had it. If it was his character, uh, he's typed. So we'll see. Um, I don't know if that ever got. I don't know if it got recovered. Sure. <laughs> yes. That's so good. The Rourke drops the blue mod, and then the looter drops it. Gosh, that's so great. I, re- I told my wife about that. I said, yeah, that's bad luck.
1: Oh, man, like... I know we, we managed to catch, uh, when we were still deploy- deployed to OG space, we managed to catch a Rourke wall that had fallen asleep. And his I think his blue mod dropped, and the guy... uh Managed to get
0: it. Uh, <laughs> I, it's, it's almost inve- inevitable where you have that mod on a, on a Rourke. It's, like, almost guaranteed to drop. I saw a kill mail the other day of one that did not drop. I said, how lucky do you have to be? Because, like, 9 out of 10, it always drops. Always.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've killed a couple of uh, orcas where the beaver hasn't dropped. And, like, that's always a sad day. My luck, that shit will drop.
0: Guarantee. <laughs> My luck, that shit would drop. If I had a Rourke with a red or a blue mod, that shit's dropping. I might as well have lost it. But I don't own him,
1: so <laughs> catch me on the uh, he He says he doesn't own a Rourke, guys. That's code for he owns three. Um, they're currently uh, AFK up. in uh, every single on, I'm red I'm docking right now. <laughs> That's fine. I'm currently AI ratting with a sciency.
2: There you go. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, so...
0: In high sec. <laughs> Story time. <laughs> yeah, in high sec. I figured that much. Does anybody know if that super went down?
2: I don't see no super kill mail. Uh-huh. I don't know i mean it'll it'll be
1: all over reddit like tomorrow when uh, mjd approves the uh the kill mail to be shared publicly
0: Mm. all right should we get to the patch notes should we even talk about patch notes It did happen last week
1: Uh, it didn't seem like there was a march on there but let me let me pull that up not too
0: much though um granted if people don't check the events tab just to get rid of the the red dot do notice that there is a new login reward event. Let's say uh login for seven days to get generous rewards. Of course if you're Omega then you get both rewards, but um looks like some skill points and last and then you get those those boxes that can drop random stuff and the illusionary ghost nanocore can drop in that box if you're lucky enough. So there's that. New arrivals.
1: Yeah. Uh, the uh, percentages shared anywhere? Because I couldn't. I couldn't get the percentages up for that.
0: I did not see. I didn't go too far into that. I did click into the box and see what I could obtain out of the box, and uh, and I, I saw that there. You know, if the ghost core is guaranteed like the neon rain one from the last login event, so. Um, the neon rain one was from the thirty-day one, not the seven-day event.
2: Okay, well, I'm I'm getting
1: pinged. I as, mean, it's so. uh, it's a nice nanocore for a hector. That's basically it, I believe, and obviously okay. a coveter.
2: Yeah. Okay. I mean, who's really interested in mining these days? <laughs> Mining's dead, don't you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, this is this is a non-paid event. Um, the Kinda. the thirty the thirty Kinda. day one was a paid event that you had to spend AUR on. So this one, not so much. Uh, let's see, what else do we got? Limited time growth bundle, Tesseract cores, nano core materials, and more is now available at the store to help Capsuleers
1: explore New Eden. Okay, great. Couple optimizations. I'm in in the store right now, so the the ones they added for this, uh, this event, you've got a 800 AUR growth bundle, AI core. Uh, which comes with six boxes, each with 20 Tesseracts and 20 Amethysts. So that's 120 Tesseracts, 120 Amethysts, which is enough to uh, turn a Battleship Nanocore gold. Yeah. Maybe uh, not a faction. F- t- right. uh, 1, 000- uh, yeah, there's a 1050 growth uh, Nanocore. You get six boxes in that, and you get... Um, this is all nano-core materials, so 40 of the refactoring, 40 of the general nano-source, 4,000 general databanks, and 400 general computing chips, and yes, uh, that times six. It's relatively good value, I guess. Um, hmm. But, I mean, 1,000 AUR, that's... Let me see. 1,000 like AUR these Yep, pretty
2: much. Uh, uh, you, c- you could do it for forty if you bought two
1: of the five seven seven. Still, like it's a lot of real money to put into a game, right? Uh, even the eight hundred AUR, it's going to cost you thirty bucks.
3: Hmm. Hmm.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so.
1: And there's also the insurance points bu- bundle. Uh, there is a cheaper AI bundle, which is 160 AUR for 20 Tesseracts and 20 Amethysts. So it's not terrible, but I mean, I'd rather just grind it out on a Concord Pass for free. Yeah.
0: The What else is there? But aside from that. They they did the optimizations. The AI core will no longer activate modules such as damage control and scanners. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Just one of those things. They did have a couple bug fixes. Fix an issue where a number of products in the reverse engineering interface might show a zero. Fixed an issue where the anchor capsular outpost interface might show corporation outpost tech bonus. Okay. You know, uh, one thing I, you guys had discussed last week was the corporation uh, tech tree, where the increase the corporation count from members. At like plus seventy, you spend like, shoot, what is it eighty something billion just to get seventy something characters in, in addition to uh, the two hundred you could already have with five 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 skills, freaking. I was you know I was actually kind of disappointed when that came about because I think expectations were 400 or an additional like 250 you know in in total I mean like plus 250 or like 400 or 500 in total as meant for corporation size increase not plus 70 but I did talk with some other CEOs and they kind of made you make you realize to think about it as a different aspect. Is 70 members of, say, say you're merging with another corporation and you acquire 70 individuals, that's a big corp. 70 people is a lot of individuals, not including alts. Now, alts is another thing. Yes, we, we could expect more for alts. Like, we we could fill three corps with the amount of alts that we have, but we don't. But if you get seventy individuals on top of the two hundred that you can already have, holy crap, that's a massive corp. And I, I mean, see I see why they still made it. They still made it useful. They still make your alt corpse used. So it's not like I'm just going to retire my alt corp now and move everybody into main corp because there's no actual incentive for them to do so. So I'm still going to use my alt corp. But if I'm going to invest in increasing the corp size to, say, 270 max and spend the, the ISK to do so, then of course, they're going to have to be individuals or very useful alts. But... You know, uh, at first I was kind of mad that it was only plus seventy, but after realizing, it's like, yeah, it's actually quite a bit that you can add in there.
1: I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say something that might might shock you here, Rambo. <coughs> oh, sorry, excuse me again. Uh, my Corp CEO doesn't even have the Corp skill trained five five five, and we still have plenty of room in the Corp.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Like, I see some corporations. If you if you look them up um, in the looking for corporation tab in game, like some of them have a max of like ninety, like they have like four zero zero in in corporation management. Like they're not even trying. Heck, there's and they've been be around honest, since so, the beginning of the game.
1: When I was when I had the CEO account of CSKC honestly i think i didn't even have um maxed skills for it because we didn't need it it was a case of if i need it i'll train it hmm. like legit right like, i think we had about 100, 140 150 that sort of number
0: yeah when when i took the corporation over i had to train 555 otherwise we were gonna lose spots
1: for sure. I, I think there's definitely like, I think the soul holding uh, PvE, PvP, P, uh, like the uh, corps, like you definitely need to hit that limit. But I think it's much more m- manageable for uh, the PvP oriented groups. Like you you look at groups like X, CRB, uh, myself with Soso, uh, ODPS is Feta. You really don't need like the max corp size. Like, yeah.
0: Well, you know, in thinking about it too, why did they do plus 70? And even then, it's, what is it? Uh, is it 45 characters per each? I, I'm, I'm not sure I have to look and do the math, but um, they, one of the requirements is to have glory unlocked in the corp tech which is a 32 billion isk purchase just to even think about leveling up that. So what, why What does that do? Right, it's like why why make it that high and why make it only 70? So there's got to be some sort of reasons and you know, it would be nice to have all the alts in the same corp because there's corporation incentives like add-ons and all that stuff and all the alts can get in there. Um, corporation hangar access and wallets, missions, all that shit can all be used if everybody's in the same corp. But still, <laughs> we have to make use of alt corps because it's only plus 70. Uh, so I'm kind of interested as to hear as why that decision was made As it was, yeah, just very interesting.
1: I could almost see it being. It's seventy now. Maybe they'll add something in the corp tech at a later date to be able to increase it again and increase it again. Rather than have people have it just go from two hundred to four hundred, then like it might be that they're going to ease you into it.
0: Maybe. And we did know when the corp tech tree was released, we knew that there was room for additions and we poke fun at it i asked carrie hey are we supposed to be getting uh corporation increase it's not in the tech tree and they sh- and she literally said it's not <laughs> it's like it's supposed to be there and that was months ago uh it's always funny uh going back to that and uh and seeing it now yeah but it's been something we've been waiting for a long time and Little bit disappointed, but I guess I can understand why.
1: I think it's one of those. I think netties don't seem to like to just bam, like blow up things. Um, seems the way, anyway. But it seems like uh, I, I don't know. I, I can never see it being like a, a realistic requirement for like everyone to need to push their corp to 270 members. Nah. It's not I'm really sorry, my, worth the my isk. Corp can't
0: it's not really worth the isk unless they're unless they're actually like going to pay a billion isk just to get into corp. That's no, not worth it. Okay, if, if you Ooh, want your character, if you want your character in as an alt or whatever, pay a billion isk.
1: Then that might. Yeah, be it's not, not as uh, definitely saying. Cheaper to open a new corp and ad friendly. I mean, I wouldn't. I I kind of agree with that.
0: Yeah, very uh, much.
1: So issue with that is is that a blue corp can't access uh, in corp structures. So mm-hmm. in terms of the add-ons, obviously they can dock if you set the permissions and all that. But
0: yeah, then there's outpost permissions you have to set and alliance permissions you have to set. It's all that
1: stuff. So that I'll, I'll happily be a solo corp just uh, giving people a headache before having to deal with that shenanigans all right
0: well shall we we've been rambling on for about an hour now so uh <laughs> let's get into let's... uh consider your suggestion it's time to consider your suggestion All right, let me navigate here to the uh, suggestions list here. And uh, going through, you know, like I was saying earlier, it seems like there's a revolving door on suggestions. It's a lot of suggestions that are saying the same thing, but with different words. Here's another one, add 60 FPS mode. Did we just talk about this (laughs) like several weeks ago? Like 60 FPS, is that really going to make a difference? Honestly, I don't know. Uh, it, it's not going to make the game any better. May, will it make it look a little bit more appealing? Maybe if your device can handle it. If your device can handle it, and half these devices can't even handle the
1: game as it is, let alone adding
0: a sixty FPS
1: feature. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what uh, what FPS like my iPhone runs at, so <laughs> I don't even know if that would actually apply
0: yeah uh depending on the screen uh i'm told the newer iphones are using samsung screens and so if you look up a a samsung phone i don't know what they're i i just don't know the specs but supposedly you know uh they're about the same so you could look up the specs and see oh what's my phone actually running at compared to will it even make the game look any better on emulators could on i PCs and graphics card they's they have that ability so you can see the fl- frame rate of the games being played and all that type of stuff and that's one thing but it being a m- mobile game and people playing on their iPads and such I don't n- how how will you even know compared to running 30 fps so I think the minimum the thing is
1: go ahead Wait. Most of us who are concerned about their potential of, like, DCs, disconnects, or whatever, most of us are playing on low graphics anyway, right? Right. Yeah. I mostly
0: play on low graphics. All my emulators are low graphics. I think I have Ultra set on, um, I had it off on my tablet, on my iPad, to save battery life um it, it it does eat up battery life quite a bit but um on my phone i still have it on ultra and I'll, I'll play the game however long is required for that on ultra graphics but for the most part you know um that that's another thing too are these people playing on ultra graphics or low graphics at the same time of wanting
1: 60 fps so it's it doesn't seem realistic for a mobile game, right? Pass. Yes.
0: <laughs> it's not going to make the game any better. Okay? It, people are out here complaining about balance and don't add ships, add ships, do this, do that, and people continuously request 60 FPS. And I actually want to say that devs had commented something about this in a Q&A, that they are looking at doing something like this. Or, or adding FP uh 60 frames per second. But it's kind of on the back burner right now, considering that they have other stuff that they're working.
2: Yeah, interesting. I'd I'd rather a proper
1: um proper like balance. I'm I'm getting pinged in my corp Discord because for some reason Bebop's shy and doesn't want to uh post in the uh in this Discord uh but uh he's saying that uh if they do put up uh 60 fps it's going to reduce battery life on mobile devices as well
0: oh yeah for sure you think battery life is uh, already bad enough with this game of how intense it is yeah 60 fps rip yeah i think i think people i think it's for your
1: pc emulator players more so Oh, for sure. Uh, Bebop says we need UI performance optimizations more, which um, I, I agree with to a degree. It's uh, sure. definitely something yeah. I mean, we still have the new, new player warps to grid shows up gray before they actually turn whatever color they should be. Right. You can like, have I'm them locked.
0: You can have them locked by the time permissions mm. visually like appear correctly. <laughs> I've yeah. been at gate cam, so they appear ne- neutral. I lock them and I'm like, oh shit, okay, well you're you turned out to be blue, so I have to unlock you.
1: Oh yeah, and the thing it is happens. you can do that sometimes with a battleship and still get the lock off before they actually change.
0: That that's a pretty that's a pretty intense uh lag right there. I can't say I've had that, but well while, while being in a frigate and tackling, I've done that many times being a tackler. So there's a few suggestions. I've, I've
2: had here. it a
1: couple of times with the battleship because I'll uh, I'll be rigged for like lock speed and stuff like that, and go, you know, oh, yay, something juicy to. Never mind. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Uh, there's a few suggestions in here that are like reading freaking gigantic paragraphs and books. Uh, I'm not going to do that for time's sake, but uh, let's see, what else do we got here?
1: Oh, can't, can't we get a dramatic reading, Rambo? Dramatic reading. Hey, give us some epic background music and give us a dramatic reading of the next one. Right.
0: Um, I don't have background music queued up, that's my problem. <laughs> oh,
1: ah, yeah, I'm known working if- with an amateur.
0: I I could have, uh, you know, technically I could do it as I'm talking, but I'm just not going to, I usually prepare ahead of time for that stuff, but here's another one that was heavily favored, and this is something that I would like to see in the game way more so than freaking 60 FPS. Uh, Cracker Savage posted this one, he said, fitting simulator is essential in every way, please bring it to Echoes." Yeah, I'd like to see fitting simulator. Um, people. What's the app that people use? Sweet. Sweet.
1: Um, I I think the guy who develops it has uh, either stepped away from the game or uh, decided not to update it because he hasn't got a bunch of new stuff on there. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's currently starting to get outdated.
0: But having this, having a fitting simulator is. I'm pretty sure they have that in EEO, don't they? Yes. Yeah, of course. But like
1: yeah. you can on the fitting simulator in EO, I believe you can basically simulate with implants, different ammo types, turn modules off and on to see your cap usage. I mean, how many times do you build a ship up and go? Oh, my cap's saying like two minutes. That's not great, but that's because the fitting is taking into account that like you're running your shield booster the whole time. Right, everything you're running your all time. all time. Yeah, which just isn't realistic, right? Right. I
0: don't even really necessarily look at that. When I'm testing a fitting, I'm only, of course, you know, I don't I don't care what the capacitor time says. I'll undock it and actually see if I'm cap-stable with the things that I want activated, guns and all. Or I'll test it, like, on a small ANOM, say, right? You know, relatively easy. I should be able to warp out. You know, you can test what you need to test, and... And be on your way. So you can go into a small eno, do that, make sure your cap's stable. Can you tank it? Okay. Well if that succeeded okay, try going to a medium or a large or a scout or an inquisitor. I don't know about going into rifts and and in capital quarries and stuff on test fits, but uh I guess people do that. <laughs> they, actually I know people do that because they test their tank and such um on capitals. So yeah, I know people
1: don't do that. <laughs> Test their tank, and then you're looking at your corp combat log going, What the hell I are you doing?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: what the hell? For real. So, and uh, speaking of special anomalies, here's another suggestion here from Pod Pilot. Please fix the loot in scouts and in quiz, especially in T10s. They are hardly worth doing any longer. I will, agree t- I will agree with this to some extent. They are... Heck, when one spawns, I don't even think about doing it. It's like, I'd rather just do larges, you know, and, and not have to deal with jumping gates and all that type of stuff. But sometimes they can drop four hundred million mil in loot. Sometimes. Other times, I've seen as low as 3 million in estimated value in loot drop from well the Well
1: done. So when we were deployed to OG space, wow. I did 89 and 10 Inquisitors back to back stealing them. And I think when I
2: finished, I had less than 100 mil in my cargo.
0: I believe it. I believe it. It's so bad.
1: It was just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But it was a slow it was a slow day, so I was antagonizing care bears by running their ANOMs. Right.
0: Oh yeah. Let's see. Here's one that got a lot of downboats from the ninja. I do not understand why ships got thermal damage when they are hits by weapon, but they can warp sun at three thousand KM and chill out there for hours without any problems. This makes no sense. Everything is close to the sun will burn the hell out of instantly. Understand it's a game and physics logic don't necessarily applied, but it would be fantastic if warping sun inflict a slowly thermal damage to ships. It would be interesting for game strategy and opportunity to develop new modules and content from there. Yeah, interesting. Very interesting, though realistic. It is just a game. I don't think we'll see yeah, what? WTF was that?
1: Like, with with that one, I'm I'm listening to you say that, and I'm like, this guy not understand how to suspend his uh, disbelief, or like, this isn't real. Uh, we we don't actually get in our ships and fly them across the galaxy. Right, we don't have to worry about uh, we'll see, see pulling a. Uh, pg turn in a slasher interceptor with a medium prop on it
0: (laughs) we'll see what he's doing is he's relating uh he's like cross-contaminating starfield into this right you you go to a planet it's like negative 200 degrees you take your suit off of course it's going to hurt you know um if you warp your ship to the sun yeah it's going to be a bright but could you get a thermal damage um I don't think that's going to be added into the game. I just just don't think that's a priority for them. Thermal damage, even though that is a thing in the game. I just don't see the sun. Yeah. That, there, there you go. There's the new uh, top killer, New Eden. This just in on Moby's stats. The sun is the number one killer. It kills all ships warping to it. Citadels and POS is anchored on it as well. Instant damage. <laughs>
1: Oh, could you imagine if they added that to the game? And like, all of a sudden, a bunch of citadels get destroyed after like however long because they're just too close to the sun, right? Yeah, and it's
0: just it's and it's just a slow burn. Like you don't even get the notification. Like it's in shield or armor, it just goes. Okay, burns up shield. Okay, then it burns up armor. Oh shit! Now it's in hull. You just see it slowly going down, but nobody's attacking it. Yeah, that'd be pretty trippy. (laughs) You know, uh, my citadel like, currently is is anchored to the sun, and I tell people to bring their shorts because it, it's hot. Of course, I like to make that joke. Yeah, who puts on sunblock?
1: But um, I've had a number I of mean, citadels on the sun. Who owns a citadel? That, that's that's so last year, Rambo.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's see. How many citadels have I had on the sun? I'm gonna see. Three? Three Citadels on Suns. Or maybe four. I can't remember if B-Tac-T, way back in the GHA days, was on the Sun. I remember B-Tac-T had a pink Sun. And uh, I want to say that Citadel was, and it just appeared pink. But um, 8-Spin was on the Sun. 3-QE was on the Sun. E3-UY was on the Sun. And that's mostly because all the planets suck. Like there's no actually like, cool looking planet in those systems to actually like want to put a citadel there. So you just put it on the sun there. Therefore it's always light out.
1: Yeah. You just undock and it's just easy. Uh, news just in anyone hunt- hunting red one in their Sol systems. If they disappear off scan, they have walked basically to sun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, though, um, it, i i like to I, I get a spot um i get a spot like a couple million miles away from the sun so therefore like when you undock yes it's bright but it's not like taking up your entire screen we had that in eight spin where where the citadel was at zero on the sun and you undock and like, like that's all you see is the sun it's so close
1: yeah we I didn't mean, do that that's that's kind of hilarious Against like PvP aromas, right? Because most of us have like the sun is our the only planet or celestial on our overview yep. for our PvP tabs. So if you if you end up fighting at the at the citadel and it's literally zero from sun, they'll be going, no warp sun. I need to get away. Need to get. Why aren't I warping anywhere? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, uh, although realistic, I don't think that they'll add that feature into the game. Uh, and say no, the say the people ridiculous. that warp through the sun trying to get somewhere to a gate, yeah, rip, yeah. If you if you're gonna do that, you might as well just destroy my ship when I when I warp through the sun because that would be
2: realistic too. All right, a- a- Abaddon's <laughs> and rope to probably
1: go up in price uh, as well for the resist bonuses. <laughs> there you go.
0: There you go. Never add the Titans until you satisfy players in 100%. 42 upvotes.
1: Hmm. Not going to happen. NetEase is bigger, is better, and to be honest, we need something to threaten super carriers.
0: Let- let's let's say this. NetEase knows best, and they don't care for this suggestion. <laughs> they granted we know that they've been delayed how far is kind of questionable i don't even know if we'll see them by the end of this year we just don't know uh, at least i don't know because i haven't seen it anywhere in text it's kind of all hearsay but they are going to come to the game whether people like it or not so i know i already know people that are saving up for materials on those things it's I'm going still to be saving a
2: for my second baritmo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to happen. Granted, it's only got 42 upvotes. Uh, I don't think that's enough to sway their decision. So here's another one, and we've been seeing this in the game. Can you please have Cobalt Space Site translated? Been over a month now, and they're still not translated. They're, everything's still in Chinese uh, with the world oh, really? and such. Yeah. Oh yeah. All the entrances are in Chinese. That's actually kind of easier it. to find them sure. now. Hmm no
1: because i i I took a like a poke around in uh edge at the start and then i was like i can't i don't understand what i'm looking at what i'm warping to i was like i'm coming back when it's fixed (laughs) yeah so
0: that's pretty much it i i'm i'm not i'm not going to go over anymore um i think we've gone over quite a few and have had a decently lengthy segment on that, so I think we're fine on that for this week. Um, I'm not going to have a commercial break this week uh, just because it's kind of a lack of content as uh, as far as New Eden stuff goes. Um, you know, As far as commercials goes, though, uh, I would like for people to submit requests for commercials to be made for their corporations or whatever else, if they're recruiting, if they want to make something funny. Um... I'm always down to play a a new commercial. So I'm always going to be looking for that type of stuff. Either you can provide one or I can spend some time and, uh, maybe for a little bit of isk, um, I could make one for you. So it's, it's not like I'm outrageously priced or anything. I I like to do that for people. Um, so if you have any ideas and if people want to do that, you know, uh, listeners to the show, other content creators want to play something on this show. It's absolutely free. I do not charge. People to play to give me ads and stuff to play on this podcast so um, please <laughs> give me some ads to play I would very much appreciate that but in the meantime I would like to plug this silent mouse that I've been using I've been using it for a couple of weeks and if listeners have actually noticed you don't ever hear any clickies clicky sounds um, on my end anymore because it always got picked up on my, my on my microphone. And while listening back to it, I would hear it, and it just annoyed the shit out of me. So I actually invested into a silent clicking mouse, and it's, like, the best thing ever. It's so great. I was like,
1: you you said silent mouse. I thought you maybe had one branded with the silent logo. Oh, it's for sure biased.
0: uh... Yeah, it's for sure biased. It's a Nazi.
1: So... um... Uh oh, no, I just thought you had a, a mouse that you had the silent logo painted on it.
0: Yeah, I could probably get like a decal or something printed and then stick it on there. But uh that'd be cool, I guess. Or like a, a mouse pad or something with the logo. There you go. There's a there's some merch ideas for some people.
2: You could do that at your local yeah, graphics uh,
1: store. MJD, uh take the cut. Uh like I'll be generous. 2% cut just for bringing it up live on air. So people now expect it and I'll take my payment in isk; It's fine. Um, but, uh, I I expect my cut. Yeah. But just
0: like, (laughs) just overall though, because before I had like one of those really like clicky RGB gaming mouses that came with my computer and that's what I always used. But just without, just aside from the fact that it's silent, Freaking, it's a really good mouse <laughs> so i highly recommend it. if people are in the market for a new mouse I, I i have one that i will recommend i bought it off of amazon and it was like 10 bucks it wasn't even expensive uh yeah i could get you a link um and it's great so um that and you know when you i mean, listen you
1: need to get a uh, affiliates link now i need the non an amazon chair. affiliates link is there no such thing as a non-squeak uh, chair? Can
0: make some actual money. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, you know, I, I listened other uh, podcasts and such too, and they've been advertising. Uh, I know this isn't Eve Echoes related, but uh, I have to plug this too. Is they've been advertising this throat drop? You know, for because often I always get the the fucking shit in the back of the throat where I'm always having to like clear my throat. I try these throat drops. And amazingly enough, they're working. So uh, Ricola Throat Balm, freaking amazing. I, uh, I recommend, but not. I don't know how many people are public speakers in here that, that would do that type of stuff. But uh, we're doing the podcast. We I had can, one before the show and it's freaking amazing. Let's just say that.
1: <laughs> we can always make this podcast feel like uh, every, every other sort of content out there. So Echoes of New Eden is brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends. Raid Shadow Legends.
0: Yes, now I have to find the non-squeak chair. But in my defense, this is my wife's chair, so... don't care. (laughs) All right. A
3: squeaky
2: chair is annoying for everyone involved. (laughs) Right?
0: That's just funny. (laughs) You just get a squeak. (laughs) It's not even a squeak, it's more of a creak anyway uh good stuff but uh I, I it's you know as far as that goes i don't really have too much else going on um latara if you have anything else uh you would like to add we can actually if you wanted to touch on the uh the war that's going on still um pack 23 versus uh, shh and company or should I say uh, Razzle Dazzle. um you know, they're still going at it. It seems like all the content in New Eden right now is literally happening in the Southeast. You have Meow in Faye, and you have Burr hitting Pravi or something like that. And then you have Void and SHH going, and OG, all their stuff's getting attacked, and all this stuff. There's stuff happening in Cache. It's like it seems most of the content is in the Southeast for those um, content creators that are looking for some. Uh,
1: some video content I to did cover. It Interesting word on the citadel that got dropped in Cobalt Edge. I heard I heard
2: AOA went after it. Hmm. That is
0: interesting.
1: Uh, it's it's obviously I think still there, so obviously it didn't go off. But I believe Silent didn't you guys uh, shoot AOA. I don't I don't know what went on. I just heard like through the grapevine, so sources may not be accurate and are definitely not the views of the hosts. Um, <laughs> Taylor would probably know
0: if he was here, he would probably know something about that. Uh, I, I just so don't it's, know, it's Taylor's fault. possibly.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I can only speak, uh, realistically, the news I've seen. Obviously, Void, uh, Betimu made a uh, posted a video yesterday. Uh, basically, I think they either defended or took out the silent citadels that were in their space and uh, reclaimed or landed new ones. Right. Uh, I think the the video was titled uh, "Everything as It Was" or "Back to Square One." Back
0: to Square One.
1: Yeah. Um. Then I know my my guys have been living in fade. Not fade. Sorry. That that was about six months ago. Um, right. Rip. My, my guys are living in Fountain, having a blast. I mean, uh, the Holy Land, as it's been described to me, it's, uh, it's a great place to live.
0: It's so weird how it's always Fountain. Fountain's always under some sort of war. Like, what the hell? Always contested Kind of funny, actually.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's one of those. Like, I think the groups who are currently in Fountain have also done enough to get the ire of a few other people. To the point where they're willing to pay people to uh, shoot them. So I'm not going to complain. It's a payday for me.
0: Right. Yeah, as far as Cobalt <laughs> Edge, though, uh, and people's POSs and, and Citadels and such, just I haven't heard too much. I do. I did see some intel on a couple of POSs, but uh, nothing too crazy has uh, been happening in CE. Though... I see like, all this new content coming out. And actually, I wanted to mention this too. Weren't we supposed to see faction strip miners hitting the market? Where the hell are those?
1: Have you seen those? Jesus, you- who knows? I- I'll be honest, Rambo. Uh, the sort of uh, player I am, I don't really check the market for faction strip miners. I've been checking just to
0: see if they've been on the market. Because since they've released in that so-called patch uh, or balance update or whatever, they I have yet to see one on the market or I have yet to see one for sale anywhere, anything. But I don't know if people are acquiring these out of CE or if people are just keeping them and, and not selling them. Yeah, AOA I'm keeping them i yet to
1: see one on the kill mail.
0: Right. And I'm not seeing them on kill mails either. So, yeah. And I don't know if it's the freaking... Uh, just the lowest level meta ones, but supposedly meta level up to eight is unlocked, but I just haven't seen them just what yet.
1: Was that? was that was that the last balance patch? Because I completely missed that.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They said something about uh strip miners metas five through eight will be available from the drones that uh that are in um ce the drone content there that they have a chance of dropping
2: I just haven't seen it so curious if anybody has one for sale let me know I'm just, I'm just scrolling
1: through those uh, sites uh, sorry the, the patch notes I completely missed that I, I don't even see them
0: yeah. Faction Strip Miners metal levels 5 through 8. Oh no, I see it.
1: I see it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Waste Seeker drones in asteroid clusters, so maybe people aren't going after Belt Rats? They barely spawn as it is. And they're pretty tough as well, so almost not worth going after.
0: Right, you know what's kind of funny, though, is when a Belt Rat spawns, like... Typically, I don't have guns to kill it. I'd have to request people to come and kill it. Hey, uh... (laughs) There's a rat here in my belt. Can somebody kill it, please? (laughs) You know what's good about them, though, is they drop rich ores. But anyway... Uh, I know. PVE. I know. It's PVE. Some people are allergic to it. I get it. But, uh... I think with that, we'll call it a... a show. Right? We'll call it a show. And with that, we'll start the outro... And call it for a week. You know the devs are on holiday, so we may not see too much in the next update as far as anything big. I'm not expecting anything big. Uh, it's probably going to be pretty quiet. So um, yeah, take it as just one block. Say that again.
1: What? Just one blocks. Black ops. Oh, okay. Hey, black yeah. ops
0: it'd be very interesting if they do (laughs) decide to drop something out of nowhere like that like what the hell aren't you supposed to be on vacation and you drop this
1: but (laughs) i'm going to be so hyped the second they drop i'm going to be all up in HTP's dm getting them to build me like seven of them
0: sneaky pew pew also may i forward you to shipworks anyway let's uh (laughs) let's go over our uh let's give a shout out to our sponsored content creators and uh latara you're one of our sponsored content creators and uh you post regular content on this discord as well as others and uh so if anybody's wanting some pvp action they can go and check out his videos he's got some decent music on those videos i've actually half tempted uh, to request the tracks of your of your videos because i like the songs
1: i i just pick random stuff that seems to fit Uh, it's uh, ember huntress not latara I didn't want anyone to get me confused with phoenix (laughs)
0: Okay. Yeah. Ember <laughs> Huntress is, uh, is his YouTube channel is uh, and Muffin as well. If he's making content, I don't think he's really, uh, came out with anything recently. Um, Jubileus is another sponsored content creator of ours. Go check out Ubalaeus' videos. He posts regularly. And, uh, who else do we got? I have to look. Uh,
1: Damon, obviously.
0: Oh, I can't forget Damon. Damon is our number one fan and, uh, and supporter. So, uh, please check out Damon's videos and he posts great videos every week as well. Or, or what the times that he can, and he posts good stories and, you know, he'll ramble for 45 minutes on patch notes and stuff. It's always great content whenever Damon releases a video. And actually, I think I want to say, he released a Killmails one recently and I hadn't watched it yet. Um, though, um, uh, I heard good things about
1: it, so yeah, check that out. When did out. he release a Killmails one? Because I've been sending it, him a bunch. And I haven't it seen came
0: any up on yet. my YouTube, unless it was older. I'm pretty sure his most recent one was a Killmails, and uh, it was something about like a Killmail update. Uh, dang it, I'm gonna have to go to YouTube.
1: Oh, I think that was like a couple of weeks ago.
0: I'm gonna have to go to my subscribers.
2: That goes from the front, because I'm subscribed to him.
0: uh now, yeah, I'm just having to look uh videos community update balance patch update ninety eight big kills catch up okay, it was four weeks ago, four weeks but uh yeah he he's gonna need to do another
2: catch up soon,
0: yeah, by now he's gonna have to do another catch up okay, well, yeah, everybody
1: sent him uh I think six, seven cap kills and and at and my entry for solo PVP kill of the week.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we'll end it at that. So everybody, thank you for joining us live. There's no YouTube stream this week because Taylor was gone. So um, it'll just be up on podcast platforms after uh, here in a little bit. So, you know, oh, seven, everybody fly safe and uh, we'll see. We shall see you next week. Thank you, Lotara, for joining us tonight. And uh, fly Uh, safe out there.